on then? We are on. Right, so this is, what, what is this, episode three, Chris? No, numero three. Numero three. We've not done one for ages. Well, well, if you're watching this, it's obviously every week. <laughs> uh, so this this is November, isn't it? And this will be out in January. Yeah, I think it's been over a month since we did episode two. Hello, lazy bastards. I'm a new person. You're a new person? I've been on holiday. Oh, you've been on holiday. I'm tanned. Like, tanned. Look at him, look at him. We, we used a Photoshop to kind of make him a bit whiter though, just to... <laughs> I was peely wally before. <clears throat> Aye. Uh, so, we're talking about it before, like, like a lot of podcasts are structured, you have a sponsorship before it, yep, but, but I've not got a sponsorship yet, apart from my shows, so um, so this, I think this will go out in January, so hopefully this is January at some point. So I've got solo shows that I've got and that I'm putting a wee tour together myself, Good just fucking last tour. Uh, I've got one in Inverness at the moment. Like the terms, the time of recording, I've got three lined up. But hopefully, I want to get like a full tour over a few months, from February, March, April, May, maybe, of solo shows, and I want to build up my social media so that I can sell tickets. So at the moment, I've got one in Inverness, one in uh, Rothsey. Oh, I like Rothsey. I've never actually been. In I've one. played. Uh, there's a, a festival, a music festival called Butte Fest. Aye, aye, aye. I've um, played that a couple of times and I've been a couple of times just as a punter and it's aye. always a good laugh. That's I know that's not where you're playing, but it's a nice wee place. Aye, so it's a, the Honky Tonk, that's the 31st of March. I've got one in Nice and Sleazy's in Glasgow in an afternoon. I like Sleazy's as point. well. So, so if you want to buy tickets for that, it's probably, to be honest, like this is November, it's probably sold out by now. <laughs> <laughs> that will only be, but uh, if you want to come to my shows, look at, check my social media, OB Comedian, and it should be up there. And I might have another... Uh, wait, I might get a website or something with all my details on it but, but look at I'm coming to see one of my shows right you, you coming Chris I will come I came to see you a few weeks ago at the the Sunday Roast oh that was the good. Sunday Roast that was alright wasn't it the Sunday Roast itself was good as uh, was the accompanying comedy aye a good aye. old time who did we have uh, who else was on Stuart McPherson was on aye Martin uh, Stuart McPherson Marjolaine uh, Marlene Robertson Robertson and Ross Leslie so that was good good night lots of Yorkshire puddings Went for uh, a wee drink after. Nah, me, you, me, you and Ainsley went for a bevy after it. We did. Went to a classy establishment called Spoons. <laughs> that was mad, wasn't it? Um, actually, I've just remembered. See, when I was editing episode two, my hair was really stupid because my headphones were like doing this and I had a silly wee bit and it annoyed Aye. me the whole time I was editing it. So I'm going to need to remember to do that or wear hats. I know. Well, I, I'm, I'm wearing a hat because I've, I've shaved my head again. <laughs> Because there's no much yet left, so so hopefully if this, pod, if this podcast goes well enough, um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully well enough we can get a hair transplant going. Well, that's what Darren Connell did, mind. He's got the his podcast is sponsored by uh, the right. place that done his. Ah, yes, transplant. Aye, he got a hair transplant. So so if there's a hair transplant company out there wants to sponsor us, just gives a free a free hair transplant. We'll get it sorted. I want a beard transplant. A beard man? Because I can't grow a beard. This has been like a year of trying. Fuck off. No, it is. Is that I trim it, but like I've Is not... that is there actually hair on there? Exactly. Look, we're in four no, K clarity on this admittedly old. You must have shaved. I've trimmed it, but I've not had a proper clean shave. Alright, so you're just keeping like... it you, you, from my angle you look like <laughs> face like a baby's arse. Yeah, that's everyone's angle. <laughs> <laughs> so I see it turning. Fuck off. Yeah, so that's me that, after like two or three days. <laughs> so that's that's why we need hair transplant for you, beard transplant right, for aye. me. So if anybody wants to do, please reach out. A beard transplant or a hair transplant. No, no, we can do. 
Right, because I, I, my, my facial hair's all right. I can grow quite a lot. You give me some beard, I'll give you I'll some. I'll give you some beard, and you give me some of the, some of the stuff up the right, We don't need uh, sponsors no, anymore. I mean, right? <laughs> so, so we'll do that. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll do a podcast where the, the kind of hair transplant people come in. Oh, we're doing it like on camera? Aye, so what they'll do is... Patreon pl- special. So that they'll pluck beard hair, they'll pluck beard follicles out of my beard, stick it in your beard, and they'll start, take hair at the back of your head, stick it in my head. Do you think our DNA will start mixing? And maybe we'll start I, becoming like each other? Shit, that'd be fucked up, that, wouldn't it? <laughs> maybe I'll get younger as well, eh? Maybe I'll, I'll I'll take a few years off my life. Maybe I'll... What's the equivalent? I'll die sooner? No, I'm, <laughs> you'll die sooner than me, I can't know. <laughs> aye, fair enough, you do all the marathons and that. Aye, I'm a, run, a runner and that. I've been doing running recently, so aye. How's right. the training going? Good, Talked man. last episode. Aye, um, aye. You hit the four hours yet? Four, <laughs> no, no. So, so at the moment, I'm kind of... I, I've, not, I've not been running much for years, really. I've been on and off, but I've been quite consistent the last few months. And right. it takes ages. See, if you're out running, it takes ages to get to a level where you're actually comfortable. Aye. So I'm just about starting to get there. I can maybe, at the moment, no, I think because I've left it that long, I can only maybe do two or three K without stopping. Right. But I'm doing longer runs, but I'm doing like two or three K, having a wee rest and then going again. So do you just try and go further every time to train for a marathon? Aye, aye. So I'm learning, I've actually, le- I'm learning a lot because years ago when I was running, I'd just go out and run because if I was younger, the fitness level was decent. Aye. But now what I'm learning is to get better at running, you actually need to go slower. I give yourself a wee bit of recovery to then no, it's, push harder. No, even the good runners, to build up, to, to, act, to go faster, you need to go slower. This sounds like Lightning McQueen. You seen cars? no. Yeah, no. different generations here. All right, yeah. no, no, all right. So, so basically, because <laughs> it builds up your aerobic uh, level. Right. So basically, that if you go longer, slower, you can actually, like, if you build it up after a few months, it's easy to go faster oh. rather than sprinting. So, so, uh, so I'll be doing like a couple of months of slow running before I actually do wee sprints and stuff to build okay. up the aerobic base. That makes sense. So. Boring as fuck for the podcast, but that's it. <laughs> I maybe get so I've got like a, a I've got like a mate who I speak to. He's, a, he's another um, comedian, you a new a, comedian. You, you get a nose dangler on I've the on, on the nose on the four K camera. Have I got is that way? Ah, uh, you're good. <laughs> I'd be laughing at. So there's a guy Graham Connolly. I might go on the podcast. He's but a Billy's cousin. Billy Connolly, uh, he's his cousin, and and he he's ran like hundred milers and stuff. She's oh, an ultra marathon uh, guy. I've seen a few of the guys that like go on Joe Rogan and talk about that. Aye, so I maybe get him on because I'd like to hear more. I don't know. I've only met him a few times, but I've asked him for advice for mm-hmm. my, my training. Ah, that sounds interesting. So basically, he's a new comedian, so I can help him advice about doing comedy. Aye, and he can help me be running. Yeah. So it was him that told me originally that you need to run slower, slow down. And I was like, fuck off. I went, no, nah, no, nah, that's what you need to do to get faster, all right? It's the same as cars. The old car says turn right to turn left. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> know that. I don't, I don't get that reference, but... Uh, from cars. You should watch cars. What, what the cartoon? Yeah. All right, all right. I know what you mean, uh, the, wee, the wee cartoon guys. Aye. Aye. Classic film. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just flubbocks to be a reference. I didn't get there. Uh, that's like that's like doing Edinburgh Festival in, in Edinburgh, and you're talking about all the Scottish comedians talking about fucking Sucky Hall Street and shit <laughs> to Americans that have never been in Glasgow Aye. in their life. Because you, you got like you got like um, I've seen it over the years that the comedians they start off they're in Glasgow 
and they all, all they talk about is Glasgow, Iron Brew, you know, Glasgow references, the Neds, all I that kind of junkies and stuff like that. It's things that in Glasgow would go down well. But then, then they go to Edinburgh Festival, they do the same stuff, and the audience is full of Americans, people from England, <laughs> Australians, and they haven't got a fucking clue. So you have to be more more universal. Aye, I know a lot of people try and do, like if they're, say, the two in the UK, they've got a wee something about like every city they maybe start with. A, a, a local reference type thing. Aye. But that's like going to Liverpool and saying something about Manchester, you'll get your head kicked in. Aye, <laughs> aye, aye. I know, as it's totally true, that if I'm, if I'm on a gig, I'll, I'll try and reference something for that place. Yeah. Or something that's happening in the gig. Aye, just but a wee bit of... Aye, but if you're doing stuff about Glasgow when you're in I've done a gig in Perth It'd maybe be alright there But if I was doing stuff about Glasgow It doesn't really work Aye Can you maybe do a wee something about like People's perception of Glasgow Aye you could do that But Aye. not the sort of local stuff That just works Aye. If you're at a gig in Glasgow Aye So Aye. the only Aye. thing you can do is Take the piss out of being like, I've seen people take the piss out of um, The, 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 the kind of um, Life expectancy of Glasgow <laughs> People take the you go to London, you take the piss out of the accent. So that's been done a million times. So that's different. Yeah. You're talking about Argyle Street, Sucky Hall Street, the underground stuff. Like that it's kind of a. Nah, it's not uh, going to work out. Say Glasgow is it? I know we're talking about guests there. Looking forward to getting a few on. Hopefully, aye, aye. hopefully within the next few episodes, we'll maybe get. The aye, first. So, so what I'll say to Chris there, like there's a um, one of the books I, I read that says the, the top you pick like a top one hundred of people that you want. And, and ask them all. Yep. So so we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll write a list of like the perfect guests like um, guests we'd actually want like like guys like Billy Conley and <laughs> and I don't like we'd ever get him but why I imagine you asked him and they went fuck it let's do it. Aye. So pick the top the, the first the first and only podcast that Billy Conley ever came on. Aye. Imagine that. We imagine become that. the we become the Michael Parkinson of the podcast Aye. world. So if anybody <laughs> knows Billy Conley's people. <laughs> Uh, tell him if he wants to come to a wee Houston and come Houston scheming come along to do the podcast. Tell him to come along, and we'll give him a we'll give him a a, 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 a what is it black currant and an apple and black currant juice for free. I know, I'm sorry, I didn't have Iron Brew in for you. I'm just back for holiday. That's alright. That's actually quite nice. I like that. <laughs> um, so I think what were we going to talk about today, Chris? I was mentioning the the actual fuck it list idea. Yeah, we probably should uh, talk about the titular subject. Aye. I did um, actually, there was a couple of times we've mentioned in the last two episodes, we've just said something and we go, fuck it. You know, a lot aye. of podcasts have their wee sounds that they play. Aye. I thought every time that one of us says, fuck it, we could play a wee sound. Ah, baby. So, you know, I don't know, that sounds shite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. He's we the comedian, fuck me. I don't know, he could do that, I don't know, I don't know. No, you know, like in Family Guy, when Peter Griffin is watching a film and they say the name of the film and he's like, he said it. Oh, right, aye, aye. Uh, I'm going to do that for one episode. Put it, put it on <laughs> this episode, everything. Go, say fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, he said it. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> did you have that all set up, did you? Aye. Fuck it, man. You be, you be, is that what you've been thinking about Grand Canaria in the last week? <laughs> That's all I thought about. Well, let's do it again. Fuck it. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, he said it. He said it. <laughs> oh, I don't right. know, man. That's what it grew on me. We're keeping it right. Aye, we can do, the, do it again. It doesn't really happen all the time, but I'm the producer. It's staying. Fucking <laughs> hell, Chris's ego has got the better. But two episodes in, he's like got his egos kind of went mad. Right, so see that. What are you going to say there? That oh, right. I, I, I thought it was interrupted. So see that the fuck it last thing, right? I kind of a that the idea was here. So it's like 
Because I think, do you ever, when people get bored in their life, they, they get stuck in a, like a groundhog day of life, don't we? Yes. Sometimes like day jobs, doing the same shit every day, you're, you're doing the same jobs, having the same conversations every day. Yeah, you just drive the same road. You drive the same every road day. every day, you get home and you have the same conversations with the same people. And you and eat the it, same dinner every day. The same no. fucking dinner, like this. Oh, fuck, like I'm boring myself to shit here, right? And uh, and you can, uh, you just get this way of living, and, and society kind of sets it up, doesn't it? And I don't right. think, still, I don't think there's any people up there controlling it, but you just get stuck in a rut of how to live. Yeah, because I obviously got to work to let make a living, but then you, you go on holiday twice a year, and and for me, see for me that normal routine of how society kind of teaches you how to live bores me to death, man. Aye. But you don't really realise it when you're in it. No. Like, see, this week where I've just been on holiday. Aye. Like, I know I've mentioned it the last few episodes, like, my last few months of work, I've just been really busy, aye. stressful, shite. Uh, but this, aye. aye. But this week of being on holiday, it's like, so you've just been able to turn that work bit of my oh, brain off. that's great, aye, aye. And, like, it's not, like, I've kind of regained a bit of passion and drive to want to do more of my music stuff. Aye, aye, to aye. Stuff to do with this. Aye. But I see when I'm working and I'm, even when I'm not at work, but it's just a period of time when I'm working, there's always that bit of your brain that's thinking about stuff at work. Aye. But I've been able to turn that off and I'm like, kind of. Because you get stuck in kind of robot mode, don't you? Aye. Warehouse mode. Oh, fucking warehouse <laughs> mode. Jesus, man. Because we, we worked by warehouse together and, and the conversations are the exact same every day in there, aren't they? Oh, God, aye. Aren't they? Like, uh, uh, like uh, you work in the morning, like, fucking the same, like, there's like, so many creators, you work in the morning, like the same shit, different day, they're always slagging, like, like if, if you're on the early shift, they slag the back shift, the back shift, slag, slag the night shift, the night shift, slag the early shift, every job I've ever been in, same fucking shit, all the time, Um, it's just like, see, I get angry about this. We got angry, we did this the last episode as well. Mind we? Mind we? Hold on, hold on. There's my wee... Oh, what is it? Mind the, mind the beep we did last time. Lost it. There it is. Mind we spoke about... Ah, right, aye, load aye, last time. Aye, aye, aye. I, like, aye. I was <laughs> watching a wee bit at the end of that the other day just to check something for the edit and uh, we both get proper raging talking about that warehouse. I know, it's, 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 So that, 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 the kind of warehouse, or that, that, that kind of job... Although, I, if I have to go back to work a job like that for a wee while, I don't mind. That is more monotonous than most jobs, though. Aye. So Didn't that's I... the kind of thing that, dry, that drove me into wanting to do the fuck it list thing. Yep. And uh, so, so I've, I've explained the kind of thing, thinking behind it. Not on pod, so you better do it now. Aye, so, so it's kind of a, there's, so, so, so the fuck it list is it's a mixture of things, right? I'm still kind of working out myself, to be honest. Yes. So there's... We're um, on this journey together, everyone. Aye. So there's, I think there's different kind of a fuck it's, right? Yep. So, so there's like a list of things. So I, see, years ago, like when I was younger, I wrote a list of things I wanted to do, right? Like it, a more traditional bucket list. More traditional type bucket list. And it wasn't really, I didn't kind of say it was a fuck it list. But as I look back, I've decided it's a no. fuck it list. So there's a list of things I wanted to do that I've done quite a lot of them, to be honest, mm -hmm. which is quite good. So when I, what when was I, a, What's a couple of examples? So for example... um. Well, doing stand-up comedy. Was this before you'd even started? Aye, okay. aye. So years ago, I was I wanted to do stand-up comedy. Uh, so I, I wrote like a, I had like a, it was a, a sheet of paper with all my things on it. It was like a, it was like a mind map kind of thing. All right, yeah. I drew a load of wee things on it. I'd, I, I'd love to find it. I'll see if I can find it somewhere. And so I had, um, 
And I think I wrote it, maybe I wrote one at school. So I, I, I even have... I was mind mapped out my nut in school. Aye. <laughs> so I think even things like losing my virginity. <laughs> so like, like, years ago, years ago, uh, someday, someday that'll happen. Uh, <laughs> it's the last one. Uh, the last the last one on my deathbed. Yes, I got my hole. <laughs> All right, so, so, so things like um, doing stand-up, running a marathon. All right. So I've done five of them now. Excellent. That was just today. So <laughs> I, I ran five marathons this morning. Nice. Um, um, what are they? Go to Australia. Done that one. Aye. Um, we were just saying before we recorded, actually, Australia doesn't exist. Aye, that's right. Because <laughs> I can't do flat earthers, it doesn't exist. Um, We're globe earthers. So, what else is there? So, um, so it's kind of a developed over the years. And so, so, so there's, there's, there's um, the, this predetermined stuff that I've wrote. I've got a list, I'll find it somewhere. And I, and I can add, so I want to add to that. Mm-hmm. And so, learning the guitar. Which I started a while ago, but I'm not quite gone yet. Okay. Doing a backflip, I fucking want to do a back. See, I've always had this fantasy <laughs> of doing a backflip, like on a trampoline or just on the ground. On the ground, but I need do you like, like finish a gig one day and just backflip off the stage. Oh, I'd love that, man. <laughs> it's like it's like see for years. It's like uh, I've had this recurring dream that I can do a backflip, and it's just been in my brain for years. And see, just like you standing up, doing a backflip, and just landing. Aye. And, and I'd love to get somebody who's a, like a a gym a gymnast. Who could actually train me and go like? Yeah, I know. So my, take me. My ten-year-old sister's right in her gymnastics. So I her to train you. Aye, if you want, aye. Because <laughs> see, for kids, it's dead easy. I think they can do shit like that. But when you're older, because I, I I'm certainly always, couldn't at that age. But you know, I, 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 as if I can now. I've always been fairly fit with my flexibility. Ship. I've always I want It's like it's in my brain for some. I don't know where it came from, but I'm just fascinated by having to do a backflip someday. Did you ever see these videos of like either old people or like? really fat people learning yoga aye and it like starts off like they bend down they can barely aye, hands aye. never reach their knees never mind their toes and then it shows you like they do it every day for years aye and by the end of it they're aye. like see if you do that see I'm a bit like that my flexibility is shit so if I look like I'm, my running's alright and I, I can go to, well I've not been to the gym for much for a while but I, I kept myself fit for the gym years ago with my flexibility so that's on my fucking list so right so back to the thing so there's a list of predetermined things. Mm-hmm. So the fuck it list is, a, is like a, um, either a, from a predetermined list or it could be last minute shit. You know, so there could be stuff um, that, so so people just add to it on the day. So it's like a spontaneous thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. I had a spontaneous, actually see that show that I told you about, uh, the Some Laugh Patreon thing at Blackfriars. Aye. So I bought tickets to that, right? And the week of it, I was just coming out of having COVID. I got COVID like a few weeks ago and it was the Aye. first time I've had it. So I've avoided it for the last three years and I just got it. Aye. And it kind of knocked me in my arse and I was feeling shit. But I had tickets to this thing and I really wanted to go, but I was feeling shit. Aye. Ainsley was feeling shit as well. She didn't want to go. Text a few people. And they were like, nah, I know the night is freezing, it's raining. And I went, I, I said, fuck it. Ah, ah, he said it, he said it. <laughs> and I just went myself Aye. to this Aye. show. And, you know, it was great. And then... It changed his life. Well, I mean, it was a great comedy show anyway. And aye. then halfway through, Mark goes, right, folks, we've got a wee guest. Here's Kevin Bridges. Brilliant. And I was, Brilliant. like, aye. as close to him as I am aye. to you. Like, I've seen him before in the hydro, sitting up in the heavens. And I saw him, like, doing a wee, working out some new material this far away, just because I thought, no, fuck it, I want to do that. Aye. And that was great. So aye. I'm really glad I did that. Because see, if I woke up the next day and realised I had tickets to that show, didn't do it, and then they posted aye. a picture of Kevin Bridges. Because as people get, um, they become too practical. They get stuck in that, that routine of how they live their life. 
And if somebody goes, oh, do you want to do this tonight? You go, oh, I've got work tomorrow. All right. But sometimes you go, fuck it, and you have the best night of your life. Exactly. Aye. Um, you know, just last minute things. And I remember I, I was I was doing a gig in, uh, the, the, I was in the stand years, I was doing the rap battle thing. All right. Uh, have you ever watched any of them? I've seen a few, yeah. So it was like a rap battle thing. Right, I'm not a rapper, but it's, good, it's a good laugh. It's usually <laughs> good fun because the comedians are shite at rapping, which makes it funny. Aye. And uh, and I was doing the fuck it list of shows and uh, I was telling some of the punters after it and they said, oh, how you doing? You coming for a beer? And I went, oh, no, man. It says, but you've just told us about the fuck it list. <laughs> and uh, so you can't really say no. And I went, ah, oh, fuck it. So I'm out, I'm out drinking with these random people. I had a great night. So it's like that idea of just doing things last minute. And it's sometimes if you don't feel like doing something is when a fuck it works. So if you're yeah. kind of going, ah, oh, nah, I'm just going to watch Netflix, I'm going to sit here, do fuck all. It says, but do you want to do this? You go, ah, fuck it. So I think the words fuck it kind of break through the barrier. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, a, like it's a real thing. So fuck it, it breaks through a barrier. Yeah. It gets you out of your comfort zone. Uh, just something you need to say to yourself if you find yourself in that Aye. situation where you sort of don't want to do something, but then you realise it's just sort of out of laziness. Aye. Or just out of comfort in your routine Aye. you're like I, no but it's Tuesday it's Tuesday when I eat gammon steak and watch EastEnders <laughs> oh, I do have a gammon steak Tuesday as well Aye. <laughs> I, know, I know what it's like and what, what, I, I seen this online there's a wee quote that I, I don't know if I can remember but it's in my head it was like um, I, what was it so what was it everything what was it so all the, all the good stuff I don't know the exact quote everything amazing no everything that you want is is in the things that you're not doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah, it yeah. so so everything that you everything that you fucking dream of, every, all this stuff, all the good stuff is in the stuff that you're not doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? So so you're a musician, right, but I just sorry for that. <laughs> and you know you, you kind of know what you need to do to be more successful as a musician. Yeah, I know you, what to do, but I'm comfortable in my life of because you're comfortable doing work. your day job earning a living paying for your house and all that yep. and I'm the same I know exactly what I need to do to be more successful in comedy I need to be doing videos every day I need to do more more of this um, writing more just doing more TikTok I, I could do five TikToks a day for six months it would change everything you'd be selling it and, I, and, I, and I've known that for years but I've not done it so, Aye. so so it just takes a fuck it a day right so I think even doing a, a video, so see what it is, like I can do stand-up, um, like you do music, and being on stage in front of all these people is a piece of piss, but sometimes doing that and doing a video uh, for a couple of minutes, who, which could be seen by thousands of people, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it because I'm watching fucking Netflix, I'm, I'm playing <laughs> playing that shitty wee pool game on my phone, which I'm good at. Eight ball pool? Eight ball pool. Oh, about it, I'd fucking, <laughs> I'd brilliant at it. Like, I, I, I spent hours on that, man, and that, see if I spent all the hours actually doing content and building my audience. We'd be in a mad pro studio I, right Aye, right? and, and it's <laughs> like, you know what to do, but it's that, that kind of, you're stuck in that routine, that, that, is that a dirt state? I don't heard that word somewhere, you're stuck in this kind of zombie state. I don't know the word, but yeah, it's not. Like, it's not like last week where I'm going to go ritual and we all celebrate the right word. I don't know. Aye, so you're stuck in this kind of zombie state of doing like the th- what you're kind of a. Uh, I don't want to say brainwashed because because uh, that sounds as if there's people at the top doing it like that turns into no, it's a, sort of, it's a sort of self-inflicted brainwash, isn't it? Self-inflicted brainwash because you because you've got your you've kind of a it's like no, it's like <laughs> it's like lions in the zoo, right? <laughs> You know, because they're getting everything they need. They're, they're getting their food. Aye. 
So they don't, they don't really need to go, they don't they, need to go and hunt. They don't want to escape. Uh, but they're bored at their tits, but they've got everything they need. So they're just going to go, oh, man, there's, there's a fucking yeah, that's a good analogy, pre-packed actually. gazelle meat. Getting... Yeah, but we, we do still need to work for the stuff we need. I know. But we but... could we could make the money we need from doing the thing we love, but Aye. it's a bit, so it's going to be a bit harder and it's a bit more uncertain, so we just stick to the easy. Aye, because safety scares me, man. Like, <laughs> people, it does see, see the um, safe job shit. Um, I know, I know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but for me, like, uh, fucking scares the shit out of me. Aye, I know we, we mentioned that a wee bit in the last episode Aye. about the whole having something to fall back on thing. Aye, man, it scares um, me. It's, you know, it can make you a bit too comfortable. Aye, aye, and, and it does. And, uh, and I, 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 the last few years, I've not had a real job, which is good, but sometimes I've ended up nearly skint because it, so, so I'm either loaded or skint. <laughs> it's no in between. No in between, aye. I've done well at the Edinburgh Festival this year, so it's been all right for a couple of months. But now the money's running out, I've not got a car, so I need to get working again for a couple of weeks. Or I could fucking push my social media. And start still at least, I'd say it's at least, you know, you might be in a bit of a financial rut or whatever, but it's still worth it to be doing the thing you love. Aye, compared aye. to like, you know, what if you just went, no, actually, I want to be comfortable, I'll go and work in a call centre. Aye. And there's a, there's a, there's a point, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm there's a kind of, um, there's like two brains that I've got the now in a jar in your kitchen <laughs> two brains in a jar <laughs> wee boys <laughs> Aye, two wee boys in a jar um, <laughs> uh, so, so there's like you've got two parts here you've got the kind of safety guy I just need a wee job son you need a wee job it's like your dad going you need a wee job you need safety and then so, so at the moment like I, I want to do more solo shows mm-hmm. and I know what I need to do and, I, and I'm considering um, just if I went full I know that I could if I went full time just booking venues booking v- shows uh, and selling tickets yep. like focusing eight hours a day and selling tickets as a full time job because I was t- speaking to Gary Folds um, who will get on at some point um, and you did a wee tour with him didn't you? I, I done a couple of gigs with him down in Corby in London and he when he first sold out his Big a big gig. It was a two hundred it was two hundred and fifty seater. For him isn't it a big gig, but for you know, I'd love that. It was Victoria's in Glasgow. And uh, he sold tickets door to door for that. Aye. Sold it out. And I'm thinking, right, if he can do that, I could I could just start booking hundred seaters, a couple of them a month, and just go around doors Aye. and fucking sell them. I wish I get folks selling tickets to comedy shows at the door instead of just like Aye. So so Jehovah's. So the thing is, like, like, if I go around, sell it. Do you know what I was thinking? Like, at, um, <coughs> I, so, so, but doing social media as I'm selling them. Mm-hmm. So say, say I chat your door, right? And you go, fucking hell, who's this mad bastard? And I buy tickets. But then I do a wee, a wee, wee video with me talking to you that's, about why you bought tickets. It's the kind of thing people eat up on TikTok. Aye. For no reason. But So here I'm at. <laughs> uh, so, so I would like to do the journey of me chapping doors because it terrifies me. I done a, I done a door-to-door job years ago and it lasted a couple of hours Aye. and it was selling uh, life insurance right. and, I, I, and, I, and I couldn't do it because I've not got it myself <laughs> <laughs> I know, and, uh, some tactics there you could like chap somebody's door and like add a knife to their throat and be like do you want life insurance you might need it I fair enough <laughs> but I reckon I could do that and just go around um, chapping doors I could chap businesses and what I was doing, like, see, we had this, Chris, right? So 
Imagine that came to your door, right? So would you think you'd buy comedy tickets if somebody came to your door? I probably would because I'm a big comedy fan, Aye. but I don't know what the sort of general public... Aye, so say somebody came to your door, right? So I think normally somebody comes to your door, you go, oh, for fuck's sake, how do you get rid of this cunt? Because they're, they're usually selling... It's usually um, energy in it. It's usually trying to... Aye, take, one of these type of things. Change your, your energy supplier. Aye, can I ask your energy supplier? Or you be Sky or Virgin for your broadband? Or this nonsense. Or sometimes charity. It's usually the energy suppliers. I usually I'm like... I shut them off No interested mate Shut the door Yeah I'm not addicted to them But I was like No interested mate Shut the door Alright so what would be Your opening gambit To like grab I don't know. attention Well see like Gary Falls was telling me That uh, when he first done it Because um, I think people Would be genuinely interested Because it's different Because it's like A pattern interrupt Because they're kind of going Oh it's another cunt Selling fucking um, Electricity I go, Hello how you doing mate I'm trying to sell myself Aye um, not like that They kind of block something They'll tell them what I'm doing And we say when that it, pattern interrupt The kind of Darren Brown thing We aye, were talking about aye, A few weeks ago Like uh, Just shocked somebody Into being like What's going on here Aye So but, Gary Falls was chatting the door apart I don't know where it was He was telling me And he was chatting the door He knew there was somebody in They weren't the answering <laughs> And Gary's half his nut Right that way He's got this charisma Right and and he, and he seen the guy And through the window And he started chatting the window <laughs> And he was going Hello And the guy's like Oh fucking hell Who is this cunt and they came out and the guy ended up buying tickets because <laughs> he was persistent. And he could say, he could sell... Ten... Start breaking windies and that Aye. and jumping in. So you could sell 10 or 20 tickets a day doing that. And I reckon I could do that. And I, 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 I... Hey, do that for 10 days and you've got a sold out Aye. decent room. Aye. And if I could sell 10 tickets a day for a tenner, that's more than enough to live on if I could do that five days a week. Yeah. You know, and then, you know... you know That on top of if you're doing TikToks and that. Aye. About doing that. Then people watching Aye. TikTok might buy tickets as well. Aye, so 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 I'm in that point now, right? So I, I know logically that should work. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds all right. It sounds as if it should work, but there's still that part of me going, I bet that I bet in my brain going. Aye. I'm in the same kind of boat with music. Like I know plenty of people that could book me gigs in pubs and stuff. Aye, I know I could do it. I could probably make a decent. You know, I could stop doing as much overtime and work Aye. as I do and make that money back gigging at the weekend. Part of it's because work like dumps Aye. me that much that I end up too tired at the weekend. Again, that's another excuse. But uh, it holds you back, doesn't it, for doing what you really love? Aye, but no, I think as you, as you say, I logically know that I could. Aye, you know, I've, I've I've got a list of people in my head that I could message right now and probably get a gig even tonight or at the weekend. Aye, and make a decent bit of money. There's just something in my head that that's mad, makes me not do it. So that's why <laughs> the fuck it word works. He said it. He said it. There's only got to be one episode. <laughs> you could do a, right. No, I mean, so that's how the fuck it was going. Fuck it. Like, and even even small things. So, uh, so back to the fuck it idea, right? So there's like the the predetermined fuck it's mm-hmm. the spontaneous ones where it's the last minute ones going fuck it. Like it could be like fuck it. I'm going to that that gig. Yep. Or um, it could be like I'm lying in the house, somebody puts a post up, there's a gig tonight, I'm looking for a comedian, I go, fuck it, I'll apply for it. And it could be, um, I don't know, just fuck it. Like I, I like the idea of, like, if I had enough money, I'd fuck it, go to the airport with your passport, no plans. Aye, just get me on the next flight. Get me on the next flight, go somewhere for a week. Yeah. I love that idea of doing that kind of shit. Um, and so does it predetermined that kind of last minute fuck it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was there? So there's there's fuckets to get you past um, uh, barriers. 
So there is that things that hold you back. Mm-hmm. So there's like, society holds you back, like like you you at the moment that comfort zone of being in your job and get yep. you know, a because you're comfortable. Comfortable holds you back. You go fuck it. I'm just going to book a gig tonight and do it. Comfort and, zone fuck it. Aye. So getting you past and, and you get like, like sometimes parents gonna ah oh, you need or oh, you need a job. You need, they can have that that old mentality. Even friends sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes a fuck it gets you past that way of thinking. So fuck it's like breaking a barrier. And I, and I, I used to do it in a. I had a wee sales job a few years ago, right? Um, it was a sh- it was a shit job, dodgy company. We were chapping, but we we're chapping businesses door, uh, trying to sell business services. And there was that point uh, where you get just before you approach the door of the business, you get that you get that kind of dread. You know, mm-hmm. if you ever, I don't know if you've ever done a sales job, you get that kind of dread of speaking to them. I've not, but I do get it. Even like. Even in my job, if I'm going into just deal with a customer sometimes, like Aye. there's just that sort of, you know, I know what they're like. <laughs> Aye, so sometimes that, I, I go, fuck it, just before I do it, that kind of pushes you. So it's like, fuck it, kind of, it pushes you forward. Yeah, no, I, I, I do know what you mean. Aye. You sort of, you, you get yourself into this weird character that's not quite yourself. Aye. That like just gets the job done and then when you're out of there, you're like... Who's that? <laughs> uh, who was that guy? And it was like, and it worked to me stand up as well. It's like uh, when when I first started doing it, um, my, my first few gigs. Right, I remember like one of them in particular. Right, I was in like I was doing the stand. Right, they don't book me now, but fuck them anyway. <laughs> uh, and I, and and there was one like when I started doing comedy, it was like, you do a five minute set. And usually when when, they, when you start doing comedy, you have to, all day you're going to go, right, how's this set? You're in your head, try to work it out. You know, you're, you're kind of rehearsing it and yep. going on it. And, and I was I was working in Chungwa, Chungwa picture tubes, shithole in uh, a fucking Eurocentral somewhere. God, we've dissed a lot of businesses for three episodes, Ah, oh, fucking day Just. jobs. Just <laughs> being cured, what being cured, though. And, uh, and I remember... Like a twelve hour shift, I was knackered. One of my mates picked me up, I think, and I picked him up. We went to the gig, and it was just standing red raw, right? And I was doing like five or maybe ten minutes. And before that, I was like, oh, fucking don't want to do this. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm shite myself. I didn't because I usually needed to, a day kind of to kind of mentally prepare. I was like, I can't be fucked with this. Aye, I kind of a kind of a I I, 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 can't, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not feeling funny, and uh, and and and. And I hadn't really worked out my lines that well. And about 10 minutes before I went on, I went, you know what? Fuck it, I don't give a shit. And I went on with that attitude and I had the best gig. Aye. At that point in my career, Aye. up to that point, because I didn't give a fuck. Then if you get a great response for that, it gives you the drive to Aye. keep doing it. Because that, just that fuck it attitude, ah, fuck it, because you don't care. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I think the fuck it, the fuck it thing's like, a, it's like letting go of the outcome and just taking the action. Yeah. It's not. It's not the outcome that matters. It's actually doing the stuff. Yeah. That ma- That matters. It's not just a fuck it list. It's a way of life. It is a way of life, aye. <laughs> and it's like what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to work out now is like um. So see a lot of comedians. Right? I, 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 I'm not just comedians. People want an outcome, mm. and they think the outcome's a bit that's the good bit, which yeah. gives you the the feeling, the endorphins and stuff. No, but it's the, it's the journey there, isn't the it? The fucking journey. So it's like like running a marathon. Go like I'm going to hate every every month, every day of training until I actually run the marathon. But no, you actually learn to see every action as a goal. Yeah. So see, like if I'm 
take that as uh, like uh, so so doing the doing this podcast site. Right? So we are thinking there's maybe an outcome of this. We can maybe start making some money in Patreon. I can maybe start selling tickets. But if we didn't, if we were doing that in the back of our mind, we wouldn't enjoy doing this. Yeah. So that's what we are doing actually now is as an outcome. This is a goal. We are doing something we enjoy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like so it's like you're living in the moment a wee bit. Aye, we are looking forward and saying, you know, this might turn into something. But Aye. We sit and, you know, enjoy it as it's happening. It's as it's like, happening. It's not like we're sitting doing a, feel like we're doing a warehouse shift, like, oh, Aye. don't like this, but it's going to lead to something. Like, Aye. That's the dream in it, to do something Aye. that you love. Aye. And get the Aye. reward, you know. Exactly. So it's like, like the Edinburgh Festival, I, I, I do like small gigs, 50, 50 seaters a day. <laughs> Is that a can of beer? Uh, and, uh, but people kind of go, um, so what was it somebody said to me recently? Like they said, like another comedian, they kind of went, what's the point of doing the festival? What's it going to get you? It's a laugh, isn't it? Well, I'm doing the festival. I'm doing like, three gigs a day. Yeah. And they expect, ah, but doesn't he get you agents? Doesn't he get you big deals? I says, but I'm doing what I fucking wanted to be do as a kid every day for a month. Aye. They look and, at it as like, but you're not getting on the telly and you're not on aye. Netflix. So what's the point? Aye, and I'd, sometimes people ask, did you get any reviews? I mean, don't give a fuck. That's, aye, that's not why you do it. I had some belters, I had some great nights, aye. great days. and You like, make people laugh and laugh yourself. Aye, so you're living, you're living the dream every day. Yeah. So so people say, would you like to be more successful in comedy? I went, aye. I says, but still I get to do like what I love between 100 and probably 150 times a year. Aye, well, that's it. There's a song actually about that. Uh, a country song. I like my country music. Oh, it'd be a country people song. Are, people are going to turn off at the mention of it. Right, no, um, go for it. No, there's a, a country singer called Luke Combs. Um, Luke? Luke Combs. Right. Combs his hair. Right. He's got a song. Is on that his, a dig? Is it? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a song on his last album. It's called Doing This. And it's it's about the idea of somebody asked him in an, in an interview. Like So in the last couple of years, he's gone from being like a wee guy playing in pubs up to aye. probably. So he's quite place. a new guy, is he? Uh, aye, but he's like quite quickly shot up from pubs to biggest country star in the world. Aye. And there's a, a this song talks about, uh, somebody asked me in an interview, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? If you weren't, you know, a world famous country singer, what, what job would you do? And the whole idea of the song is, uh, I'd still be doing this if I wasn't doing this. Do you know what I mean? If I wasn't touring the world, singing to thousands of people every night, I'd still be singing this very same song just in a wee pub. Aye. Do you know what I mean? I'm Aye. not in it for the success, I'm in it Aye. for the love of the game. Aye. Uh, like tonight, like tonight, I'm doing a gig in Hamilton. Well, this is November the twenty first, is it? It is, yes. We're, we're recording this, so I'm doing a gig. In t- it's no point plugging it because it's too late. You missed it. Uh, no, if there's any time travellers watching, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a gig. I'm doing a gig in Hamilton tonight, and and this, and sometimes there's only like five people in the audience. Yeah, but I, I'll fucking love it. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I, you know, I'll do a gig in three hundred people. Love it just as much as the five people. Yeah. Well, the hundred people's more fun, but I, I'm looking forward to the gig tonight. I just because you love, much. love doing what you do. Aye, and it's, you know, nothing wrong with that. No, I've gigged to a few thousand. Aye. And I've gigged to no one. They can't and just do it yourself, aye, just aye, play aye. music. Aye, I enjoy it both. Aye. But do you and Ainsley sometimes just sit and play music? Eh. Uh, I know as much. We haven't in quite a while. So that's that's another fuck it, you need to get back into that. We should, aye. I mean, like, as I say, well, we've been on holiday this week and that work bit of my brain's been turned off. Aye. It's like, I actually want to sit and do that. I didn't, I didn't happen to have a guitar with me in Gran Canaria, but Aye, like, that's that's a lot of hassle. That's yeah. a guitar. Know, but like, I'm still off this week. Maybe some point this week I will. I've been kind of meaning. There's a few wee things that I've been like 
sitting that I've kind of partially recorded, just wee things I've been working on. So I might get back to some of that this week. Just aye, well. date, man. Aye, and then I've fuck it, got... you did a fuck it there. Aye. Yeah, yeah, he oh, said no. it. He right. said it. This is this is my last <laughs> podcast. I don't do this again. <laughs> I think we said that the last episode. <laughs> did we? No, aye, and and so um, so let's talk about examples of fuck it, right? Like what what a few of the fuck it list. What would you have on it? I know you've talked about your music, but have you had a list of things that you wanted to do? So, what what version of the fuck it? So you had the. I so so like so um if you had a list so a predetermined fuck it, so so we're actually deter- um, defining what types of fuck it there is. So what was your example of a predetermined? Aye, so stuff like I had on it um is um um so um do a parachute jump. Which I done years ago, but so now, this, is, this is the one that's a bit more traditional bucket list. Aye, type thing. so there's that, but then there's always it's like like the, the bucket list is like a what, go to space. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a um, it's like a moving thing. So it's always changing. It's not like a list that you have. It changes all the time. Yeah, yeah, a, a dynamic bucket list. Dynamic. That's the um, word. I. I'd like. I've been to Nashville twice. I'd like right. to go back, and I'd like to sing there I'd like to play right. like whether it's just an open mic or even a Aye. karaoke I'd like just to be able to say oh, I've sang in a honky tonk in so, so why don't we as part of the podcast write so as so home homework for the next one we'll write a load of stuff that we want to do mm-hmm. and it could be like I, I like the idea of um, getting out of your comfort zone so I was actually talking to Gary Falls about this right and he was saying because he knew I was doing the podcast he said why don't you make it more about the actual fuck it list things you're doing as well so, so, can right, we, so we can kind of update if, if we do something that's on aye. the list, we can talk about it. Aye, so what we'll do is the next time uh, we'll, ha- we'll have a li- write a list and it could be small things. Buy milk. <laughs> see, see, I like the idea of um, sometimes doing wee things that are well out your comfort zone is good for you. Because I, I read a book years ago, uh, a guy called Jamie Smart, I think it was, and uh, I can't remember the name of the book, he was saying he used to get, he used to kind of coach people right. to get out of their comfort zone. And he used to get people to get into, do things like get into McDonald's and ask for a chicken curry. Right? And, 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 and some, when you think about that, so if I say you go at the McDonald's and ask them if they can sell you a chicken curry with a straight face, your brain will go, fuck that shit, because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> but, you can only do that. It's totally out of your comfort zone, but it's kind of a liberating. Aye, I know. I kind of get what you. You know what I mean? Because you're doing something that's totally fucking stupid. Because because you've got that. Because the the fear is people judging you. Because you're in McDonald's. And I said, "Who the fuck? Who's this?" Famously nutter? not a curry house. Aye, famously not a curry because they don't do a big curry. <laughs> not yet. I think it's probably coming on the Christmas menu or something. <laughs> a big chicken curry. Sounds good actually. So I mean, so it's just doing like random things, and I think that'd be good for content as well. So just kind of going right, okay, let's do this, <laughs> it, you know, just random things like that. Yeah, which is out your comfort zone, or, or chapping somebody's door and asking for a piece of jam. Oh, we used to play that when we were we. Ah, did you? Ah, yeah. I'm sure one of my mates. Was it your version of chappy, but instead of running away, you'd, you'd stay and ask for a piece. I think once we got it once. Well, you got a piece of jam. <laughs> I reckon if, if kids chat my door last for a piece of jam, I'd give them a piece of I don't have jam, but i you know I just give them a piece of butter or something like that, so I've got pal. Well, piece of chicken curry for McDonald's. Hi. Um, so I just think stuff like that's just gonna I know but that sounds good. Kind of liberate you a wee bit, if that makes sense. It kind of gets you out of that way of thinking. I just as you say, it's like 
not caring about being judged and not caring about, about what people think about you. Aye. Which, you Which kinda, is a huge thing. Yeah. Especially in comedy or even in music when you're on stage. Aye. Know, every eye in the room is on you. Aye. You can't really help but feel the people are judging you because they are. Aye. But, Aye. No, you're right. But see in a weird way, that, that doesn't bother me anymore. Aye, well, you're, you're a seasoned veteran. I know, but like being on stage doesn't bother me. The judgment, I don't give a fuck about the judgment on stage, but then it comes to like, so, so, so it becomes a, like, so the going on stage talking to a room full of people doesn't phase me in the slightest. And that's years of doing it. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to the idea of me getting round chapping doors and trying to sell tickets, that scares me. And it's not the chapping the door bit. It's not just that. It's the judgment of people knowing that I'm doing that to sell tickets. But so I'm that's, at, that's the bit that you can capitalize on with the TikTok side of it. Aye, like people might. Th- People will share that and say, like, this guy's weird. He's going around selling tickets. I, I, exactly, right, which is good. But, because, it's, scary. but it's not just, it's, it's, the, it's, there's a thing where you, you fear what other comedians think sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going, right, this is what I want to do. But then the other, other people going, hear that fucking Obi's chatting doors to sell tickets. So there's that bit, there's that bit of judgment. So that means you've got them talking. Aye, but <laughs> I, exactly. So, so it's a good thing, but it's still, there's that. Partly me, the judgment that's scared of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which I can't help. Yeah. It's no, just it's just, thing. It's, I think it's just trying to learn to... Overcome fo- that. Uh, yeah, to focus on the good bit. Like, yeah, people are going to judge you, but... Aye. Like, and maybe talk about you, but Aye. you need to look at the good side of people uh, talking uh, about uh, you. Are people talking about me? <laughs> Any pressure is good pressure. So kind of a, so kind of a happened like, with Gary Falls. It was like, so there was like a... And he's, a, he's one of the examples of kind of things. Because uh, when he started doing that, people were going... Because he was still kind of just above open spot level at the point when he started mm-hmm. selling out venues and people were going, fucking, who does he think he is selling a 250-seater? Yeah, just because he's and changed, the, changed the game a wee bit. He's not, he's not taking the traditional route I, that everyone else does. So there's a wee bit of whispers going on that like people slagging him off because they're getting fucking, like, he's, he's no good enough to do like a 250-seater, all that kind of shit. But he went, fuck them, done it, and now he's selling out the yeah, fucking the pavilion and, and shit. Yeah. Because he broke past that. So so that's mm-hmm. a good thing about a fuck it. It kind of a pushes you yeah. past that traditional way of thinking. And I think anybody that changes the world or does something different. And they've got that in them. They've got them the, in them. The sort of push through the, you know, the feeling of judgment and whatever Aye. from everyone else. Uh, like, uh, like Rocky. Like Rocky. Mind we talked about, I'm not going to say films I've not seen because I've seen bits and bobs of Rocky Aye. over the years, but I don't know if I've ever actually just sat down and watched it all in a winner. So, so have you heard that story? I've had, I don't know if I've, I've, I've done this before, have we? Is it an actual Rocky or Sylvester No, it's so Sylvester Stallone. I don't think we've talked about it on here now. Right, so he was a, so he kind of done a fuck it kind of thing and, and, and it kind of, so he was like a, an actor, right? He was like a, a an unsuccessful actor, mm-hmm. right? Kind of, um, kind of about Hollywood, skint as fuck, right? Like a, just a poor actor, and he, he started writing, so he wrote he wrote Rocky, right? Don't know the full story, but he was getting roles, shitty roles, in movies, being the kind of thug, because that's what he looks like. He's a thug, so he'd get the kind of background thug role, yeah. And they made any money, and he wrote he wrote Rocky, um, and he got millions of knockbacks. So he's just going around and selling it. People are like, it's too simplistic. It's too, you know. It's, you've seen Rocky, haven't you? Yeah, no, I've, uh, as I say, I've not sat down and seen. 
watched it all in a while. All right, cool. I've, I've seen right. it all over the years and so, bits. So you wrote the screenplay for Rocky that was going around and <clears> people were telling about shite, like it was pish. And eventually, like it was skint, and eventually people started taking an interest in it. And uh, somebody offered them like £100,000, $200,000, something like that. I don't know the exact. They take it, the screenplay. It says, but uh, we're not having you as the main, the, the lead role in it. Mm-hmm. So he was skint, right? He was fucking skint. He got offered, offered hundreds this, of hundreds of thousand pounds. He went, but we need another actor. He went, no, it has to be, has to be me that's in it. Yeah, that must take something to be offered. Oh that fuck, and not, I not and, uh, and and eventually he got somebody who offered them less money, but shares in the the, the sales or whatever. I and and he like, blew up and uh, and it, there was a point in it um, where he was at skint. He had to sell his dog. Right. Christ. Which is fucking sad in itself. So he had to sell his dog. Um, they sold his dog to a guy just to survive, really. Uh, the du- the guy made a barbecue at the dog. <laughs> they, right? So the guy bought the dog, and no long after that, he made Rocky made his money. Tell me about the dog back. And uh, that's just so. So basically, oh. like he got like he got he got <laughs> the money. Uh, so this is the story. So he got the money, and he made he got like a deal oh. right, to make the movie with him in it. And uh, he went back to speak to this guy. He went, I want my dog back. He went, nah, it's my dog now. And the guy, when they, when they let him buy him back, but eventually the guy... I thought you were going to say he gave him like a million dollars. No, I don't, I, no, <laughs> I don't know what it was. So they, uh, you can look up the story. So eventually the guy decided to give him his dog back for a certain amount of money. Plus, this guy got a part in the movie. <laughs> so the guy, I don't know what this... If you Google it, if you look it up on YouTube, um, the guy who bought Rocky's dog... He's got a part in the movie, and I don't know a small part in the movie, but he's in the movie. Let's <laughs> see. I can't remember exactly where it was, but if you find it, Sylvester Stallone. Okay, we were your adverts. It's just that story that he like. He, he just didn't give a fuck. Like most people would have went two hundred, hundred thousand dollars for a movie. Fuck it, I don't want to buy it. Just give me the money. Aye. But he he was that determined how he wanted it to play out, and he was right. Obviously, it he worked. was right. Because imagine that he did sell the. To somebody else done if it was somebody else done rocket, it might have been shite. Yeah, it wouldn't have been what because it, is, it was it? authentic with him in it. I think so. Actually, I, lo- I love I love things like that. I got it back for three grand. Three grand plus a part in the movie. Did you see that in it? Uh, that was just a wee meme. I can't see that. Aye. Well, the dog's dead now, by the way. Ah well. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, man! <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't believe like we've just announced that Rocky's dog for the eighties is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Things got even worse. I had to sell him for forty dollars in front of a Seven Eleven because I couldn't afford food. Aye, I know it says fifteen thousand. Selling his dog must have been an incredibly difficult thing to do. However, later Sly later bought his dog back. Fifteen grand, doesn't it? Fifteen grand. Fifteen grand. Doesn't say anything about the guy being in it, but I believe uh, it. I'm sure he is. Have you just exposed me? I'd be a fucking liar now, Chris. <laughs> Maybe you've been a victim of clickbait or something. No, no, I'm sure it is. No, <laughs> no, I'm sure it is. I've seen. We'll, we'll, we'll search it later on. Yeah, if I find the if I find the article, I'll put it on the screen. Aye, uh, if I find the article, <laughs> I'm 100 percent sure. He paid me like 60 bucks for the dog. He goes, I'll, I'll give you the dog back for three thousand. I said, I don't have three thousand dollars. He goes, All right, I want to be in the movie. So I put him in the movie. <laughs> So he's in Rocky? Yeah, he's, he's the first kind of little scene. He goes... Uh, no, I'm not 100% sure, because I've done that before. 
Have you ever been a hundred percent sure of something, then somebody proves you wrong and you're raging? Oh, every day. Fucking <laughs> for years, right? This is going off topic again, right? Uh, I, I was convinced. Um, but did you ever watch Columbo? Uh, that was again. I think I've seen wee clips, but no, I've not like watched an episode. Right, so I was convinced. Do you, do you remember Ricky Fulton, the boxer? No. Fucking hell, tell us a young guy, right? Ricky Fulton, <laughs> the comedian, used to be Scots and Rye. Google it, he was like, a, he was like, what's his name, Ricky? Ricky Fulton, he was before Still Game and all that. It was he before like, Still Game done Ricky New Hill. Year? There was Scots and Rye. Yes. Who was Ricky Fulton? He's been dead for years, but he was like, a, he was like the. Like, like Rocky's Doug. Uh, like Rocky's Doug, right? See, Ricky Fulton's a legend, right? Uh, Scottish comedy. And uh, so Ricky Fulton, so, so, so years ago, I was convinced. 100%. One of my mates, Andy Vaughan, that I used to run about years ago, another comedian, right, he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, he was a big Colombo fan. Mm-hmm. Right, he just all the, he watched all the episodes. But I was convinced that years ago, I'd seen an episode of Colombo with Ricky Fulton in it. <laughs> right. And I'd, I'd seen it, right, I'd, I'm still convinced to this day that I'd seen an episode of Ricky Fulton, of uh, Colombo with Ricky Fulton in it. And me and Andy were having an argument one night, and it was like, he was like, nah, he's definitely no in it. I said, I've fucking seen it, he was in it. <laughs> and, uh, and I bet him, I think I bet him a tenner or something. And, and I, I, I searched the internet fucking days, couldn't they find a thing where Ricky Fulton in it? And, and to this day, I, I'm still convinced, I think it's one of the, is it the Mandela effect or something? Yeah. I'm convinced I've seen Ricky Fulton in Colombo, but apparently it wasn't he. Turns out I was thinking of Ricky Hatton, the boxer. All oh, right, uh, <laughs> aye, I, I can see where you came from there. Aye, no, Ricky Fulton, he's he's did. He, he was, has, he was he has been since two thousand and four. Aye, so Ricky, so like, I've just watched this. Uh, sad news: uh, Rocky's uh, Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> Doug's did, and Ricky Fulton's did. You heard it here first. So let's have a minute of silence for Ricky Fulton and his Doug, a Rocky's Doug. We need to stop doing these silences. We've done two. You, you, two, bot, you two. bottled it there. I done a fuck it there. I was, a, I was, <laughs> Wait, I was fully last, committed. I was fully committed to that there. Last episode we did a silence. We can do them every episode. No, we can. I think we should do one. Right, let's get our comfort zone and do a minute of silence. But keep it. Don't edit it out. Right, I won't. But just everyone beware that your car Bluetooth hasn't disconnected. I promise. We're no, we're having a minute. This is a minute. Like, like, Are we doing that, a real minute? I don't know. Aye. Right, so, okay. so this is an uncomfortable fuck it because this is one of the uncomfortable things you go let's have a minute of silence right okay That's a minute. Aye. <laughs> did, did that feel uncomfortable? Yeah. 
not see, uncomfortable, but just I feel like as a listener. I but exactly, but we've got <laughs> our comforts on there and done that. That's why I done that there because that was on. So that because you went fuck because you lasted like you lasted like three seconds there. But no, we can't do silence. And then, and then then we've done it and we're fine and that'll go viral now that that'll be the see that uncomfortable though that'll change everything probably will they but uh, well, we're going to put that out as a a TikTok clip aye just us sitting for a minute you picking your aye. nose <laughs> <laughs> aye so that's the point of being uncomfortable you, you do things that are uncomfortable and, uh, and we quick note Ainsley's jumping to the shop do you want anything do you want an iron brew aye I have an iron brew aye sorry that was a, a rude interruption there, that's alright uh, it's an urgent Urgent uh, and a crunchy. Do you want a crunchy? Ah, as fuck well? it, aye, aye. I've got. I'll, I'll, I'll give the money. And I am brewing a crunchy. <laughs> and a crunchy. See, see, you've done a fuck it there as well. You've been out your comfort zone and uh, just went on and spoke about something that's happening out with the podcast, which, which in turn is making this sound more authentic. Well, we are real people. So that real. We we really drink iron brew and eat crunchies. Just, just like you <laughs> Just like you Just like the normal everyday people out there I think this is actually the first non-Iron uh, Brew Oh I hate, I hate Dr. Pepper No you're not a fan? Nah I, I think I've drank two cans in my life I just didn't like it I've been in a A Dr. Pepper uh, Phase The last few weeks Aye I, I maybe try it again Because I've not had it for like I, I think I drank, drank it as a kid And maybe I just was the brainwashed enough With the big brands And I thought Because I was the brainwashed Therefore I don't like that or you like to try and be a wee bit different, not uh, not succumb to what everyone else is into. Ah, but nobody was into that though. Oh, so you were the one being different? No, right. I was being normal. I was brainwashed because I was a yet away. Oh, so you so saw a, you saw like the the fancy. I know because and... it was Dr Pepper. It was generally heard of. Was oh, it quite new over here? I know it's like American. Ah, so it's, it's more like... of an American thing. I decided I don't like that because it's no it's no Coca Cola. It's like, like when you're like you're more used to go to the shop and buy like kid on rice krispies. You just decided you didn't like them because it was I like do, I, I do think there's a difference. See, like the this shop's own brand stuff. Oh, probably. Probably. Although I know some aren't. My grand tells a story all the time. Our mum used to work in the McVitie's factory Aye. in Glasgow, and uh, they were making it was like penguins or something wrapping Aye. in the official penguin wrappers, and then they stopped the machines, and then they loaded in the M and S wrappers. Same shit, and wrapped them in, wrapped the same biscuits in the M and S wrappers. Aye, and people will think that they're shite. The ones are eating. The M and M ones, but it's actually the same. M and M, M and M and S, M and M. So M and M, M and M likes penguins. I wonder how many M and S uh, penguins we've distributed Aye. that time. Did you know M and M um, before he became famous, he sold a big packet of penguins, and then he bought it back with for fifteen grand after. And now it's dead. <laughs> and now he's, now, uh, it was an actual penguin, so he had a penguin, and he sold it to a guy before he got his first record deal, and then. Because he got offered a record deal, but he wasn't allowed to sing on it. He was just to write the songs. Aye, 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 aye. aye something like that, aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an hour on episode Is three, by the way. Um, they don't, we don't need to stick to an hour religiously. Nah, it's, nah. Uh, it's just a sort of, uh, you know, a rough, a rough aye, window. Aye, maybe we'll get guests so we could do longer. But if uh, it, is there more to add to the uh, the sort of introduction to the fuck it list? No, so I think... Uh, uh, he said it! He said it! it. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we was just concluding because I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the idea of the fuck it list. So, like, because I, I want to do more with it, right? I want to do more, write more with it. Because it's kind of been in the background for years and mm. kind of done it bits by bits. Like, I went to, I, I tried to do Land's End to John O'Groats last year, which was a kind of a fuck it. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, it was last minute. I remember uh, seeing that on your Facebook. Uh, so maybe that. talk more about that next time. Um, but it's the idea that um, that I want to do more with it because society are the, the kind of the way I think and the groundhoggy day way I think is going to help me back. You as well, probably most people. Yeah. So I want to try and use this podcast you as well. So for the next episode, what we'll do? Would you want to do it? We'll write a list of stuff we want to do, mm-hmm. and even if you've not got them, make things up. So I think so. There's a third one. I think so. Fuck it, could be suggestions from people. So yes. see if so, so. So see a list of stuff that I want. Stuff that I want to do. But some somebody says to you, "Why don't you try this?" And you go, "Fuck that." But then maybe because you'd never thought of it before, doing a fuck it that you hadn't thought about might be liberating as fuck. Yeah. If somebody says, "Why don't you do this?" You go, that sounds horrible, or that scares the fuck out of me. Maybe that's why you should do it. Now you get it, like even just somebody suggesting like something, some food you should try. Aye, <laughs> aye. Like somebody goes, you should try this, and you go, no, I don't like it. And they go, have you ever actually tried it? And you go, well, no, actually, I'll get a bash, aye. and then it becomes your favourite thing ever. Could be aye. like that, but something far more important. In aye. Life. But, so know. that scares me. That actually scares me. Food scares me. I'm, I'm a bit weird with food. Food scares you. Aye. So Do you want to copy have a word? They've been doing Dan's like a child with food, and he'd never tried gravy until like last year, and he's fuck. Like 42 or something. Shit, never so, tried gravy. So do you, want to, do you want to do a fuck it on here and you can like eat something that oh, no, scares man. you? See, I, I, I'll give you a bucket. A fuck a bucket. it bucket. Maybe, <laughs> I, I, I see, I, I, I should have brought that up. So that does scare me. I, sushi? I, you into sushi? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. No, don't, don't do this to What me. if people start paying us for you to eat sushi? If they pay me, I, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm a weirdo see it comes to fish and stuff. I'm not, I like tuna, that's it. Oh, no, no, that's the worst. Nah. I can smell tuna in my dreams. <laughs> See when I was on the plane, uh, going on holiday there, they were selling tuna sandwiches on the plane. Aye. And like, I like a tuna sandwich, but Ainsley was like, that should be illegal. And I do agree, the smell. Ah, oh, the smell, man. <laughs> like, see, like, in like warehouse, remember the warehouse jobs, you work in a canteen with other people, some asshole comes in with tuna, fucking sweet corn or something like that, you smell it everywhere, it ruins your whole... There was a guy who used to work with my uncle. Who would bring tuna sandwiches every day? Oh, and they made them. They made them eat outside. I'd, 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 <laughs> that's sack the cunt. So if you're out there eating tuna, they do. I can smell you. If you're watching this eating tuna, like, aye, it's, oh, I can man. smell you from the future where you are. <laughs> <laughs> aye, tuna mayonnaise and all that. Uh, fucking cunt oh, here. Anyway, right. Anyway, well, we call that an episode. Aye, aye. So do more. Fu- <laughs> so just go and do more fuckets. And uh, what? Write a li- write a list. So I'd like to get like a, a group of people actually uh, interact with us, telling us what they're actually doing. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, that's we, we could we can make that like a, a segment of the podcast. Aye. Like we talk about our ongoing bucket lists. But people could write in and talk about theirs. And we could I could be part of it. See, that's another section we've come up with because we've not really planned this. Yeah, which is good. So whether it's like commenting just on the videos on YouTube or you can email us. We do have an email address actually. Oh, you got it. an email address? Yeah. I made it just so we could have the All YouTube right. thing, but uh, and you could send uh, social media uh, on one of my platforms if you want as well. Yeah. Obi comedian. What's the Obi podcast at gmail dot com. All right, so you've got an email. All right, cool. Yeah, aye, I've just I've, I've made an email with your name in it. Sorry, fair <laughs> That's all right, mate. That's cool. That, so nah, yeah, that's good. That aye. So email got, that yeah. if you've got ideas of stuff you want to do or stuff you want us to do. Yeah, or even just uh, nonsense you want us to talk about. Aye, go for it. Um, yeah, obipodcast at gmail.com and all the other social media links. I'll put them on the screen as Aye. usual. So, do follow us if you don't get a, like a, a like, social media for your music, Chris. 
Uh, is that something you well, should be doing? Well, me and Ainsley are in a band called The Fallen Hearts. Which, uh, so you got that on social media? So you should be plugging that as well. I mean, it's not. There's nothing to be posted on it. For right, ages, so, so that's something you should sort out as well. Then, Let's yeah, that's true. It. We do actually. Right. We've got a wee uh, promo video thing that we're working on at the right, moment cool. to start uh, sending out to. So hopefully, by the, the time we've got this out, Chris and Ainsley have more social yeah, in media. In fact, stuff you know what? That's well. on my bucket list. By the time this is out, which is going to be January, aye, that promo for our band will be ready. So look on. Uh, we're on Facebook. I think we're on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, the Fallen Hearts. Cool. I'll, I'll link it here. I'll also link your socials Aye. and the podcast socials. Usual. Right, cool. So uh, that's, we'll finish there, Chris. Yes, we'll see you next uh, thank week. Thank you. Next week, that's us done three now. So, but just before we go, fuck it. Who said it? Fuck it. I'm not going to kill that machine. Fuck it. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>